0: Today on Your Money, Your Wealth podcast number 380. Is there a way to get out of a bad, simple IRA and stash cash in a tax-free Roth account? Can an owner of a company that's being sold to another company load up their Roth account with company shares before the sale, and have a big chunk of cash happily growing tax-free. What exactly are disqualified persons and prohibited transactions? And finally, when designating beneficiaries of an annuity in a community property state like California, does state law or the annuity owner determine the beneficiary? This show would not be a show without your money questions. So visit yourmoneyyourwealth.com, click Ask Joe and Big Al on air, and send them in as an email or a priority voice Message. I'm producer Andy Last, and here are the hosts of Your Money, Your Wealth, Joe Anderson CFP, and Big Al Clopine CPA.
1: I got Maddie writes in from Chandler, Arizona. He goes, I make Moscow meals on Fridays while playing sequence. Fun game with the wife.
0: It's a board it. game. I looked it up.
1: I was thinking something else. Alrighty. And drive the 2014 Toyota RAV4. Okay, very cool, Maddie. You ever play Sequence, uh, Big Al, with with the lady friend? No, never heard of it. Andy, you play Sequence with your uh, little man friend?
0: Like I said, I I had to look it up to find out that it was a board game. So no, that is not on our list.
1: I work at a small family business making $100,000, and I have a bad, simple IRA managed by a third party making high commissions. I've tried to switch and do the legwork but they have friends in the business and are resistant to changing, Uh, okay? The funds available have 5.75% load fees or 2% annual management fees, and there are no good options. All I want is some low-cost index funds or TDF, those are the- uh, Target date funds. Target date funds, yeah, TDFs, that don't have exorbitant costs, I've read that after two years from the first contribution, I can roll over my balance to a rollover IRA while I'm still employed. Can you shed some light on this strategy in any possible pitfalls? I love my job and want to continue working here for as long as I'm able. Okay. I will max out my simple this year and max my Roth, my wife's Roth in our HSA, but want to take advantage of the tax deferred dollars without getting crushed by fees. I am hoping to roll over. Once per year, you continue working at this great job. Secondly, can I roll this yearly to a Roth and pay the taxes yearly to stash away some extra Roth money? I'm 33, married, with a three YOW in a one YOW. We have doing great these past few years, but just starting investing a few years ago, I'm trying to catch up a bit, uh, set ourselves up for a bright future. My income may continue to go up and I would like to get a good stash. Good stash, big Al had a nice stash. <laughs> I thought I had, mustache. I had a stash, yeah, I did,
2: it, but uh, it, turned, it turned gray and it didn't suit me anymore.
1: You can just dye it red,
2: yeah, that wouldn't look good either.
1: <laughs> he wants a good stash of Roth dollars, he's got a simple balance of 15,000, Roth of 40 grand, HSA of 12, brokerage account of 25. Uh, thanks for all you do, my wife, falls. My wife Falls makes fun of me for listening to YMYW, but appreciates its value.
2: I think you take the word Falls out. My wife makes fun of me for listening to YMYW. I think somehow he got an extra word in there.
0: So she makes fun of him and he calls her the wife.
1: (laughs) And they play sequence.
0: Right.
1: But um, I don't know why his wife makes fun of us. Well, we're here to help. We try on the street and arrow. Okay. So he's got a simple plan. High fees. Big commissions up front, simple plans are, he worked for a small business. He had like a small family business. And he went to the owner and was like, Hey, this plan sucks. Fix the plan. And then the owner of the company is like, no, the, these guys are my boys.
2: Yeah. They're, they're friends. not
1: changing the plan.
2: We go way back.
1: I can't do it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to upset my boys here. So he doesn't want to cause a riff. He likes his job. And so he's thinking, hey, can I do an in-service withdrawal from the simple plan after two years? I don't think he can. I think the plan itself can move. But as a participant of the simple plan, as an employee of that, I, I I, don't know.
2: Well, I don't know the answer to that either. However, what I do know is that you you can or you may be able to transfer after two years to an IRA. You have to wait two years. It's kind of a weird thing you can go to another simple ira which presumably is if you quit right and then and then transfer that point but after 2 years you can go to an ira if you don't wait 2 years then there's a 25% penalty in addition to the tax so it's not something that you want to do but i suppose it depends upon the the plan i you know simple ira plans are usually pretty simple and right. I'm. I'm not sure. I. I'm. I, I'm. I don't think most of them allow in-service withdrawals. But I guess you'd have to go check with the plan.
1: Because all right. So here's the deal: is that I'm the business owner. I want to set up a retirement plan for myself. I want to. You know, I got a couple of employees, and I don't want to set up a 401k plan because it's going to cost me too much money. I got to get a third-party administrator. I got to do all this accounting. I got to do the 5500s. I got to do all this other stuff. I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to set up a simple plan. And so I'm going to call up my boys at American Funds or whatever, and they're going to come. And so they have high commission fees when you put your dollars in, and then you know the internal fees are are fairly high. And so Maddie's like, this plan is garbage, but I think he stuck with the plan as a participant. If he owned the business, I mean, then he then he's fine once you once you establish it. And the reason why they have that rule is because they know one small business owner establishing a plan as a tax shelter you know, in putting dollars away and they're probably, you know, doing something different with the plan. And I think that rule is so old and stupid, but I mean, that's who am I to change anything that maybe we could put that in the secure act. Al.
2: <laughs> maybe we could, Sit but I think that I, I, I think we are probably right. But the thing to do is to go to the plan itself and see if it allows that, which it probably but doesn't.
1: Here's a better question for you, Al, even though, I'm stuck with some commissions up front and some internal costs. Do you still contribute to the plan? Do you get the tax deduction or do you bypass the plan altogether?
2: Well, with the simple, you can put away twelve, thirteen thousand. 13,000. I don't remember the number right now. So it's, it's a lot more than, and you, you could do a Roth IRA or regular IRA, you know, but let's see. So if, I, if I,
1: he's I, maxing it out, you put thirteen thousand dollars in. I don't know what tax bracket is in. Well,
2: and plus, plus you get a you get a match, either two or three percent, depending upon what the employer picked.
1: Right. So, so I, keep, I, I would
2: I would do that even the plan though with, right. Yeah, with the fees, you know, most of the fees are one time. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. I agree. Most investments now have no loads. And 2% is a fairly high ongoing rate, but it's 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 not outrageous. The outrageous part is up front. But I think if you think about the match you're getting and the tax deduction, I think I, I think it's still worth it.
1: Yeah, it's going to offset the cost and fees. And the reason why there's cost and fees and why we, we still see some of these plans with smaller employers is because they don't want to pay for all the administration of it. That's why... I mean, they're just passing the, the the cost to the employee is basically kind of what they're doing because that plan probably didn't cost the, the, the employer anything here. We'll set it up for you. No problem. We'll, we'll, we'll manage the plan for you. Sounds great. Right. And then, so how they're getting compensated for setting up the plan is through the commissions and internal costs and fees. So I get it. I mean, ideally it's not, you know, there's going to be drag on it, but you're young it's a great. I mean, if you don't have the plan, are you going to? Let's say he maxes it out and, and puts thirteen thousand bucks in. I mean, that saves him about who knows his tax bracket, but maybe three to four thousand dollars in tax. Plus, he gets a, a, a match of another few thousand bucks. I mean, I think that that should offset the cost, but
2: yeah maybe maybe and then once Maddie, it
1: gets to a larger balance then roll we'll the thing out right.
2: May, maybe Maddie could have his employer or maybe his employer would talk to his friends that are ma- managing the plan and come up with some lower cost options like index type funds
1: and yeah
2: as, as, an, as even though there's you know you know they probably don't want to because maybe they don't get a commission for that, but that you know that would be a thing to at least try.
1: right or or or, or yeah. <laughs> those commission boys are not going to come in and say all right here's a plan the low-cost funds <laughs> we're not going to get paid anything on it so but i you know i don't know i never worked in
2: that world joe so i'm that that's what i would try even though i probably would have a one percent success rate
1: yeah <laughs> uh, all right well good luck Maddie. appreciate the email and i'm definitely gonna i'll try sequence out one one friday night oh I'll, I'll report back
0: What's your tax bracket? How much can you contribute to Roth accounts? And what tax breaks might be available to you? Joe and Big Al don't know this data off the top of their heads, and you don't have to either. Get yourself a copy of the 2022 key financial data guide from the podcast show notes at yourmoneyyourwealth.com and use the exact same guide that Joe and Big Al use. See at a glance, the 2022 marginal tax and capital gains tax rates, retirement plan contribution limits, Taxation on Social Security, Medicare premiums, and more credits, deductions, exemptions, distributions, and exclusions than you can shake a stick at. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your favorite podcast app to go to the show notes and download the 2022 Key Financial Data Guide
1: for free. Got a question now from E Dog. Yeah, love the name,
2: from Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, E Dog. Wonder what E stands for. It's
0: probably something boring like Eric.
2: I don't know. I I mean, I know Boulder has a Lazy Dog restaurant. I've eaten there, but I don't know about an e-dog.
1: What up, dog? (laughs) Sounds good. All right. He goes, hello, and thank you for taking my question. I have a Roth IRA question for you experts. Not the garage door of the Megatron that you normally get, but a private equity Roth question for you today. I am a minority shareholder in a private C-Corp which likely will be acquired by a BFC, a big effing company. <laughs> I wonder how you're going to say that. A little BFC. Yeah, right. I currently own roughly 6% of this small company. My question is if I could and should buy additional shares of the private company through my Roth IRA, or better yet, transfer shares that I already own into my Roth. I am both an employee of the company and a member of the board of directors of the company. The current stock value of the small company is about 17 cents a share. And I own roughly 400,000 shares. The expected sale price of the company is $2 per share of the BFC. BFC is going to buy it for two bucks a share. Right. Right. If, If I were able to buy or transfer into the Roth before the sale closes, I could have $800,000 in my Roth, happily growing tax-free until my retirement. Sounds pretty nice. My understanding is since I own less than 10% of the company's stock, I would not be a disqualified person. Assuming this is true, how would I go about executing this buy? Would I call up Vanguard and say, go buy private equity and XYZ Corp? I currently have $70,000 in my Roth IRA. That could in theory cover the price of purchasing for 100,000 shares at 17 cents. I also have not contributed any money to my Roth this year. How does this change if the BFC buys my company for stock versus cash, assuming the purchase is complete, and I now have over $800,000 in my Roth? Should I then take the Roth principal out and bring it back to my brokerage account? I appreciate the candid discussion and spirited spit, I realize this may not impact the broader base of your listeners, but I also think it's a subject uh, that hasn't really been covered anywhere else. Cool. In order to paint a picture for Joe's vivid imagination, I provide the following background. I'm 38, y'all. Drive a 2021 Honda Pilot. Interesting. Have a lovely wife in the two mostly good boys. At 7 and 10 in a golden doodle puppy. My beverage of choice is my own home-brewed rye IPA. Oh, little home brewer. E-Dog is in the garage (laughs) cooking up some little sweet sauce. I I bet it's good. He makes it a few times a year, but my beautiful wife prefers a little good gin and tonic. I tend to listen to the show while walking my dog through the vast open space behind my house on my lunch break. Thank you so much. Love the show
0: he's walking his dog, drinking his rye IPA in his backyard. It's perfect. Listening to the show.
2: <laughs> I love hey, it. We got the picture painted.
1: It's all I good. It. I got it. It's very wide open space behind his house in little boulder, Colorado. You can see the little mountains in the background. Yeah. IPA. It's probably got like a little beard. You can see E Dog having a beard. <laughs> I can too. Meat, he's meat he's shine. sitting. He's looking at
2: looking at the the flat irons. Those are right above the town. Very beautiful. I could see it, too.
1: Yeah. Okay. thanks, E-Dog. so this is pretty cool. Cool, cool question, because this is pretty. This has been in the news with uh, Thiel that has like five billion dollars in his Roth IRA.
2: Yeah, Peter, Peter, Peter Thiel. Yeah, he had invested in PayPal and Facebook in his Roth and now it's worth five billion. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Give or take a couple of bucks.
2: And the IRS tried to change the rule just because of him, which they didn't quite do. I should say our politicians tried to change the law. They couldn't get it done last December, but I'm sure they're still working on it.
1: So stupid, though. It's like, how many people? It, it, I mean, it, it, it's, it just got, I don't know. He probably didn't donate to someone's campaign. And so they're after it's, him. It's possible. It's yep. <laughs> uh, because w- most people have very little money in a Roth IRA. Unless they listen to our show, right? Most people now are converting and doing the Megatrons and things like that. So, so E-Dog here, he's got a little private company. So a BFC is going to buy it. And so he's thinking, you know what? Instead of having my stock in my brokerage account, or it's a privately held company or however, he's going to hold the privately held stock. It's probably just on a a ledger, a piece of paper until they sell it. Then he's going to get cash and he's going to get cashed out at $800,000. And he has $17 a share and then he's going to get taxed on that from 17 cents a share, I'm sorry, to $2 a share. So he almost has zero basis. So the total $800,000 that he's going to receive as being a board member in a um, shareholder of this private company is, hey, good news, he's got 800 grand. Bad news, he's got a lot of tax. And also the additional $800,000 or whatever the net effect after taxes is, is always going to be subject to capital gains tax. He's thinking, hey, there's a better way I could, I, I should do this. I already know what the stock price is going to do. It's going to go to $2 a share, so might as well put it in my Roth. And so when the transaction happens, guess what? I pay no tax on the transaction. And then the $800,000 that I have is now sitting in my Roth. So all future dollar that grows is going to grow 100% tax free. Sounds like an awesome plan.
2: Yep, I love it. However... <laughs> There's a few issues here and there. And I think one, one off the bat, Joe, is there's all kinds of rules so that you, you can't do this for the exact reason you said, because it sounds too good to be true. So I guess if you think about it, there's a lot of prohibited transactions for your own IRA and stock in your company, first of all. And, and I guess maybe to summarize it is you can't have an investor in your, uh, uh, you can't have a stock from a disqualified person in your IRA. And then there's all kinds of rules. Well, who's disqualified? And right off the bat, I will tell you that if you already if the company's already in existence and you own an IRA or a Roth and you want to buy the shares from yourself or buy more shares, you're already a disqualified person. You you could you can't even do it with yourself, your spouse, your kids, your grandkids. It has to be someone completely unrelated to you. And there's all kinds of other rules that, that you could run afoul of. So I don't think it works in this case. It can work though, Joe, when it's a brand new company. The company's not in existence yet. And so when a company is not yet in existence, it's not a qual not a disqualified disqualified person. disqualified person. So that is possible. So that's likely what Peter Thiel did way back when. But an existing company, it's really, yeah, would, really tricky. Because-
1: Because what's interesting is that the company itself could be a disqualified person. Right. And then so it's like, okay, well, what's the definition of a disqualified person? Because we're thinking, you just hear the word disqualified person, you're just thinking it's a human being, but it it could be the entity itself that's issuing the shares. So I own the shares and I'm trying to put my own shares into my own IRA. That could be self-dealing. So then I'm a disqualified person by doing that. However, I could purchase additional shares if the company itself is not a disqualified person or the person that I'm purchasing it from is not a disqualified person. And how the hell do you find out who's disqualified or qualified? Yeah,
2: like- then, then there's all these rules, these 10% rules and, and you know, fiduciary. Are you fiduciary? Are you not a fiduciary? What kind of ownership do you have? What sort of control do you have? So it's, it's tricky. And I, I would say for anyone that really wants to do this, it's a, it's a great strategy if it works. Right. But there's a lot of gray area in this. And if you get it wrong, the IRS will then basically say you, you needed to do a distribution yeah, way back, full distribution way back when fully taxable plus penalties. It, it's not something you want to screw around with. So my my top advice, I guess, is anyone we're that not wants to give
1: advice. We're just well, we're just yeah,
2: my 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 top spitball thought. <laughs> good point. Is this is. If you're considering something like this, bring in a tax attorney. This is very complex stuff. It's easy to get all fouled up in this.
1: All right. And don't go, it's not Vanguard. You have to go to a self directed IRA. So, anytime you want a hard asset or a private asset, things like that. So, let's say if I wanted to buy um, an apartment building, I can do that inside my IRA. Vanguard's not going to hold the apartment building. I have to set up my own trust within a self directed IRA, then that trust then purchases the overall shares of, of, company XYZ or purchases whatever uh, corporation or or real estate holdings or, or things like that. So the, the three things that, that cannot be purchased in an IRA is like collectibles, right? So if you have an art collection, life insurance is another one, and then like S-Corps uh, for some odd reason. So those are really the only three things. So everything else is fair game then you go through a self-directed IRA, get a really good tax attorney and let them kind of figure it out. Big Al and I are just spitballing here and who knows? You might be able to do this. You might not. It's an awesome strategy. And you're right. It doesn't really affect a ton of people, but it's super interesting. If you could figure out, all right, can I, you know, maximize my overall wealth by being smarter than the average person and then that's what this basically the show's all about is trying to educate people to do things maybe a little bit differently, a little bit better, but we don't know if this is going to work for E-Dog's case, Yeah. but if it does, I'm going to Boulder and I'm going to have some moonshine and have some of his <laughs> IPA sitting outside his backyard, looking at his labradoodles or whatever kind of dogs he's got
2: golden doodle puppy. Yeah, I, go. I, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it doesn't work but it's worth investigating. I'll, I'll put it that way. It's worth investigating. The reason why Vanguard can't hold the, it, the, the shares is because it's a private company. If, if it became public, then it could be a different story Then Vanguard could get involved, but that's why you have to have a self-directed account. And by the way, assuming this does work, which I, I don't think it does, but let's say it does work, whether the new company, the BFC company, buy, buys with stock, or cash, it doesn't matter because it's inside a Roth. It, it, it's, it's it's a non-taxable transaction and you pull it out when you can, and then it's tax-free. Of course, then Joe, you have to have the five-year rule and all that stuff too, right? That's a whole nother topic. All
1: right. Uh, very good. Thanks, you
0: Find out how you can do things better in your investment portfolio and your overall financial plan as you plan for a long and successful retirement. Schedule a free financial assessment with one of the experienced financial professionals on Joe and Big Al's team at Pure Financial Advisors. They'll help you figure out what money moves make sense for you given your specific circumstances, your needs, and your retirement goals. There's no cost for the assessment and no obligation. Pure Financial is a fee-only fiduciary, so they don't sell any. Investments or ever earn any commissions, and they are required by law to act in the client's best interest. Pure has offices in Southern California, Seattle, and now Chicago. But it doesn't matter where you are in the country. Your assessment can be in person or via Zoom. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app, then click Get an Assessment. Schedule your free financial assessment with Pure Financial Advisors now.
1: We got Ja writes in from San Diego. Please advise which directive takes precedence on a beneficiary form in California, state law or the annuities owner's designation. My spouse has an annuity that we both agreed should have our children as primary beneficiaries and I as contingent beneficiary, since California is a community property state, does statute preclude our wishes from being enforceable. Question mark. That <laughs> was very jaw. Yeah. J A A W Jaw.
2: So it's uh, the it's the beneficiary
1: form. Well here's what happens. If you want, but you can't let's say if I'm I'm married. And I want to give my pension income or the annuity income to not my spouse to my children. Right? There's going to be a spouse consent form that the spouse will need to sign. So he, they're they're fine. Their wishes will not be precluded (laughs) (laughs) because he could just sign the spousal consent form, right? And then it just goes to the kids versus him. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. There is a consent form required, but it's it's the it's the beneficiary form. So you can do what you want to do as long as you you, you fill out and sign the proper paperwork.
1: Yeah, the beneficiary form will
2: that trumps oh, virtually everything. everything. Yep.
1: Basically I know. mean I
2: mean, even even like when you get divorced someone that you hate and you forgot to change your beneficiary statement. And even in your will and your trust or whatever wherever you have, it it says it goes to your your new spouse. It doesn't matter. It's the beneficiary form.
1: Yep. So always check your beneficiary forms. IRAs, four hundred one k's. People think, all right, well, let me name the trust as the beneficiary now in my state. That's probably the worst thing that people can do, given the 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 new Secure Act, right? Because they got rid of the stretch IRA. And then a lot of times people name the trust as the beneficiary of their retirement account because, A, they want to control the money from the when they're dead. They want to say, all right, well, Junior is not going to get the money until he's 30. And then he gets a little bit more at 35. He gets a little bit more at 40 or whatever, right? Well, you know, that's a discretionary trust. You're trying to say, all right, well, it's not going to you want to hold the money in trust and only distribute dollars out when you want the dollars to come out. And that is going to be controlled by the trust because you're no longer living. Well, with all of that money sitting in trust, it's going to get taxed at trust rates and you're going to get blown up. So yeah, I, I guess the word to the wise for jaw in anyone listening is check your beneficiary forms. And if you have a trust listed as your beneficiary, I would immediately change that and call a professional to help you check your local listings for
2: um. (laughs) estate planning attorneys who you want
0: once again, send in those money questions. You can go to yourmoneyyourwealth.com and click Ask Joe and Big Al on air to send them to us as a priority voice message or an email. Or if worse comes to worse, email info at purefinancial.com and we will make sure to get your question answered on Your Money, Your Wealth. Joe's ball and chain and sequence in the derails at the end of the episode, so stick around. Your Money, Your Wealth is presented by Pure Financial Advisors. Click the Get an Assessment button in the podcast show notes at yourmoney yourwealth.com or call 888- to schedule your free financial assessment at a date and time convenient for you, no matter where you are in the country. Chances are one of the experienced financial professionals at Pure will be able to identify strategies to help you create a more successful retirement. Pure Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any Information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full and informed investment decision.
2: I would always refer to my wife as my wife, not the wife. And come. <laughs> it's it's just a little tip. I've been married 34 years, so I know a couple of things.
1: Yeah, come I'm the Balling <laughs> <laughs> the Biggest mistake of my life. Wow. It's been two months. It's changed. I don't get it. You've slept in the same bed before and then all of a sudden now she snores. It's like, what the hell? You've been hiding that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> She'd probably would have taken pills or something to
1: calm that down. Yeah. Uh, she's no. just holding her breath. <laughs> hey, wait, wait a
0: her. minute. And now you're getting bloody noses?
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know.
0: What's going on?
1: She falling apart. Aren't she? <laughs> she does she does make some meals, but I'm kidding, of course. Let's see, back to sequence. Guaranteed Aaron plays sequence. Yeah, he's got. He's, are I'm you thinking out.
0: consequence or are you thinking sequence?
1: <laughs> I don't know, what, it says sequence. It's, it's a fun sequence. game, he plays with the wife. I'm gonna get into this, I'm gonna. I'm now married. I've gotta figure out what the hell sequence is. <laughs> little, little Friday night action.
2: Yeah, but don't come home with the, the board game sequence and, and say announce, I'm gonna play sequence with the wife.
1: God. It's gonna happen. I'll video it, I, I gotta play sequence, and I just gotta put myself in Maddie's place. I, I just, just looked
0: it up. The objective of just, the game is to form five rows of poker chips on the board by placing the chips on the board spaces corresponding to cards played from the player's hand. Kind of sounds like it's not up your alley, Joe.
1: Well, Maddie, I tried. <laughs> I, I would have to have a lot of uh, what is the Dominico Rums and the the. the, the what was the the paper airplanes? Yeah, the oh, paper yeah, plane. Yeah. And
0: right. Diplomatica yeah. rum,
1: yeah. Well, you, and you
2: got to do Moscow mules for Maddie. If you're trying to get into his head, cheese.
1: I would have a lot of Moscow mules. <laughs> plane. Seek.